1: hello everyone welcome back to the ted talks youtube channel now i'm here again with mr d ludlow and we are talking not about crypto but i'm sure it'll kind of get into it we are talking about efficiency and living life and how you can combine the two and actually how in some cases they may not get along so i'm ted i'm a property investor podcaster author and public speaker uh d tell me about yourself so,
0: my name's Dee, I'm a partner at 5D Capital Partners. We're in the process of buying businesses or SMEs in the UK and the US. I'm also an investor across different asset classes too.
1: Love it. Now, before we carry on, you know what you have to do if you're watching this, right? You've got to get your hand on your mouse, hit subscribe, hit like, leave a comment, and share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies as well. Why not? Spread the love. So, Dee, this video is actually inspired by something you put on your story which was maybe someone asked you a question or something happened and you said, um, I get my barber to come to my house to cut your hair, which is, I think, maybe more common than people realise because there are quite a few services on like Booksy and stuff who do that. You basically efficientise, that's a word, your time so that everything you do is efficient, is being used correctly, has meaning, is basically getting something done, right? Now, I saw this and thought, and I sent you a message and I don't even know what I was even asking you because you were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I don't know, but there's, I'm trying to ask something here. And I suppose what I want to share with people is how can – because we did this on Clubhouse. Remember Clubhouse? Yeah, yeah. You, me and Sandy, we did this about yeah. like, like balancing the stoic, <laughs> enjoying life, being in nature versus that. I've got a business, I've got a million, I've got to do this stuff. So why do you – um. why do you get a barber coming to your house why do you get meal prep why do you sort of make things very regimented
0: yeah because I'm a huge procrastinator if I don't really yeah So even I though, could not yeah. imagine that so I, what do
1: you do like go on Netflix and watch like cat videos like what do you do?
0: no I mean you know if I because I know I'll get it done okay I'll yeah I'll just put it off so I know I'm going to get it done so <laughs> I just need to optimise my time as much as I possibly can um, so for me now I'm very disciplined on my time. I used to you know, if I if someone would call me I'd always take the call. Um and you know, if I if I went into like the local town or whatever or to the shop and I'd bump into somebody. You always
1: bump into someone, it's such a sin yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I'd sit there for like stand there for twenty minutes talking to them and but now I it got to a stage where I'm like, Look, if, if I wanna get to where I need to be, I need to optimise my time and I need to be disciplined and strict. So um I thought I know that this is how strict I became is I would time how long it would take me to do the things that I need to do, so I used to have a haircut every week now i just don 't and now i 'm like every couple of weeks because okay. i don't I feel like it 's a waste of time <laughs> um, and um, but I thought, how can I optimize having a haircut? I know that driving there I timed it, it would take me to to get from depends where I am, whether I'm in Dubai or the UK, but let's say on average 10 minutes, by the time you're sat there, in Dubai is a lot more efficient, you go in and you're pretty much in the chair, the time they say, Um, you kind of are in the UK too, because I can book, but the whole process ends up taking me well over an hour Mm -hmm. to go there, so I was like, if they come to my house, then they come at the, at that time, and they're gone straight after. I don't need to... I'm just there. So that was the one which saved me at least as a minimum half an hour. And I know that sounds crazy for some people, are like, well, it's only half an hour. But, you know, look, I've got, a, I've got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to optimise my time. Um, that was one meal, perhaps a massive one. So, you know, cooking, I, I, I don't enjoy cooking personally. Um, so
1: You definitely enjoy meals, though. Yeah, on I enjoy. Yeah, I
0: enjoy <laughs> meals. And um, so I try... And if Shara doesn't, isn't cooking or whatever, then meal prep's easy. Like in Dubai, for instance, the delivery is so efficient. Uh, you can literally, there's a huge selection. And, and it's can, healthy as
1: well, right? You get like, yeah, 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 so it's
0: healthy meal prep on there. So I can order meal prep for like £6 with delivery. They're delivering you a fresh meal, like, you know, chicken, sweet potato, spinach, whatever it is you want, and you can get to choose. So for me, it makes no sense for me to try and cook when I can get, so as much as I enjoy food and going out to eat, I know I need to eat. So in the day, I'm not going to try and think too much about what I'm going to eat. I'm just like, I'm just going to order the, this because it's plain, try and eat as much as I can. Well, I can eat the same thing every day if I possibly can until the evening comes and I get to choose. Um, just purely off, like off your calendar. And I just mentioned before we talked then, so Nadav Wilf came on the 5D and one of the things he said was, your calendar or your diary is a reflection of your self-love. And it actually I was like, that's like kind of true because there's loads of things I love and enjoy doing that doesn't go in my diary. I mm. try and make time for it after. So I optimise my time in the stuff I need to do, business wise. And then I'm like, I try and fit in the stuff that I like afterwards. Where now I'll just put it in there. So if I, if I know I need to eat a meal, and th- meals are one of the big things, like we need to eat, we should yep. be focused on our health, yep. but I, it's, it's crazy how when you're in business, or whether you're in business or you have a job, if you're on the way to a meeting, and you know that you need to eat food at say 1pm, and the meeting's at 1pm, we'll never skip a meeting that has money attached to the meeting, or potential growth to the meeting for a meal, but we're happy to skip a meal to go to the meeting. Yeah. And then which one's more important? Because if you don't take on the right fuel, eventually you ain't going to those meetings. <laughs> so, <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. It was kind of just trying to optimize my life as a whole and seeing the different parts of my life that is working, that isn't, the pain points, and just trying to make them better.
1: Yeah, that, that's really interesting. And I remember when you were kind of looking for a place here, like kind of coming back from Dubai, you said, Ted, you live in the middle of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like do you bump into people? And I was like, you bump into sheep and like pheasants. Like you don't see any <laughs> humans here. And I was like, like that is a really good point. Like, because you know, you can waste time with those conversations, especially if you're not the kind of person who can just move away from them. So like in our village, it's a village. Everyone knows everyone. You'd ever, you talk to everyone, but I'm very good at oh phone call coming in or like, Oh God, I'm, I'm, I just leave because mm. it's just small talk. It's just whatever. But I think if people did kind of what you did then and measured things, and there's a really good app called Toggle. I'll put a link below, tog.gl, I think. You can basically track what you do for everything, how many breaks you take, how long it is, how long it takes to it, as detailed as people want to go. And then you can look back at it and analyse it. But I also say, and we'll get to outsourcing, you can also do this for tasks you don't like. Did I spend three hours bookkeeping today? I hate it. Yeah. Get rid of it, right? That's three hours of my life. And did you, when you were doing this, did you kind of look at your effective hourly rate, which... For people watching, it can be hard to work this out. Now, if you have a full-time job, you could base it on that. But I think for us, we do one-on-one mentoring sessions. I tend to base it off that. Mm. Um, Did you look at your hourly rate and say, well, if I can save this time, I could then be making this much? Was that a thought?
0: Yeah, so one of the things that I think everybody should do is, for one, read Who Not How, um, a great book. book. Um, When you read it, you kind of think this is common sense. But until you read it, it kind of gives you a bit of a kick to be like, why aren't I doing this? Yeah. Um, and basically, instead of trying... He even trying
1: outsourced to, the book. He even wrote himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, <laughs> you're taking a piss. I love yeah. it.
0: So yeah, he kind of talks about instead of trying to find um, how to do stuff, find the who to do it instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so a good task for everyone to do is to do a write a column of all the things that you do on a day-to-day basis or that you need to do. Write how much time that takes you and write how much you get paid for the time that it takes you to do it. And then if that's below your hourly rate that you're happy to work for, then it needs to be outsourced regardless, right? Um, and that's how you become effective. So I kind of did this for most things that I do and I was happy to outsource pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, I don't really want to do that for that amount of money. Um, and it, it kind of like the stuff that you can do today with like virtual assistants, et cetera, like, you know, for very a very cheap hourly rate why would you do those things you know y- your time is more valuable than that and that's no disrespect to them because it's great what they do but you know you as an individual you need to work out how you value your time so you start to realize there's so many things you can outsource and as much as the entrepreneur's curse of having to wear all the hats the quicker you realize that you're not the best at all these different things there are people better than you and the more, you have to trust them obviously but once you get over that then forever things come into you and you'll just be outsourcing outsourcing and that's kind of the way it works and now you know to be fair to grow any business you need to employ people that are better than you you're not yep. the best at everything right yep. but that's just not, that's not what we're like we have our strengths and weaknesses and if someone's better than you at something then get somebody else to do it and that's how you grow
1: You know, you look at lawyers, let's look at a barrister who's on £700 an hour. He's not doing admin. She's not doing admin. Someone else is. You look at, you know, uh, a surgeon again on a similar thing. They probably are, unfortunately, but they shouldn't be doing admin. You know, you look at someone, you know, you look at yourself, if your hourly rate is like 80 quid, but you're cleaning your own SA, and there is some merit to that at the start, but I wouldn't do it. Um, maybe I'm just too bougie but like you know and a cleaner's £10 an hour or £15 an hour there's a net there that is way too big for you to be doing that yeah. and I think you know it, I'm put, right now I'm on a big outsourcing drive because we're doing M&A stuff which we'll talk about in a different video I need to focus my time on that and stuff I enjoy and kind of get back into NFTs um, and maybe just live a life in the metaverse you know <laughs> eat all the cheese I want, won't gain any weight um, I think like I'm realising even more now that like video editing for example there's three cameras on us right now. This is going to be huge file sizes. I can edit it, but just the thought of it makes me want to cry. <laughs> and my video editor is not, you know, cheap in terms of... Most VAs are $3, $4, $5 an hour. I think he's like $10, $11 an hour. But this video is going to look incredible. And I, I just can't replicate him without hours and hours of work. So I'm more than happy to outsource that. And what you said, that activity, I'm kind of doing that like every day now. Because I'm thinking... Why do that? And you know what? Like I get, it is easier. If you haven't got a portfolio, you haven't got income coming in, you know, your first thought is to be the wearing all hats because you're like, well, actually, yes, I can outsource it. But, and again, in some situations it is tight. And so there might be a period Mm. where you're doing it yourself because you're learning it. Because like, if you don't know how to necessarily edit a video, you can give someone a brief. But if you don't know how to, you know, read a legal pack, you don't know how to, you know, brief a builder, you don't know how to do your books, you can't always teach someone how to do it, and I know you've kind of had some issues with teaching VAs to do yeah. things. Um, but outsourcing is such a like big, big part of that. Before we get to that, because you're quite regimented, and you know a lot of people say discipline equals freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, I I do get, actually. To be fair, how do you balance then the kind of let's call it the Stoic philosophy of living the good life of you know being content and happy? in the moment with what you have, but also being so regimented because you're aiming for something you don't have yet. Now there's no real answer to this, but what's your sort of like philosophical, spiritual, emotional kind of take on that in your life?
0: Personally, I just gratitude, right? And I think it's overlooked and I used to overlook it. I, I, I just used to think, uh, what, what are people talking about, right? Um, it wasn't until like the start of last year, um, Someone that I met in Dubai Sharma, he, he kind of said to me um, about grounding. And he was like, do you, do you ground, bro? I'm like, <laughs> no. you got to ground, bro. And I was like, mm, yeah, that's how he saying <laughs> I'm like, look, um, no. And so I was listening, you know, open-minded. And he's like, you should do it. It's, it's good. And I'm like, what do you do, though? He's like, go and find some sand <laughs> or some grass. Just take your shoes off and just... Practice gratitude, and I was like, "Okay, so you know, I kind of opened my. I, I did it. No, but you know Like, it it helped. And mm, I know, like, like it you, would. you know, and uh, and I'm not like I'm quite skeptical with a lot of the, the that type of stuff, and it really helped me. And in when as soon as I started actually, as they call practicing gratitude, everything changed for me. I started to feel a lot more grateful daily for life, mm-hmm. and you know, because it's easy when you're trying to get to here and you're not there yet, but you still may feel like you have a good life, it's quite easy to get caught up in that sort of... Regardless of whether you're an entrepreneur or in a job, the whole rat race situation goes for both. You can still be in the rat race mindset, Mm -hmm. even being free and financially free, because you can get up every day, keep doing the same thing on the hamster wheel, regardless of where you're at in life, and you never take the moment in. And I've done that for so many years. When I look back at some of the places I've been fortunate enough to travel and go to... I look back and think, was I really in the moment there? Did I take the moment in when I was there, or did I just take it for granted because I was just there? Yeah. Now I try and take in everything because it does. Like things have changed in my life, so I just now I'm super grateful for daily of what I can do, and I take everything. And I think that's so important when you when you're going. You should like I have a thing that I believe what I call trophies, right? And I believe that the way I do it for me to reward myself. I feel like if I accomplish X, Y, and Z, then I can give myself a trophy. And a trophy is something. For me, it could be, you know, I don't know, a nice meal or it could be a piece of clothing or whatever it is I enjoy, a holiday. Mm. Like for me, I, I, they're trophies, but I need to reward myself for them rather than whether I can buy them there and then or not. I, I have to accomplish something for me. Otherwise, I take everything for granted. Of course. Because you know what it's like. If you can go out and you know I can buy that because I can buy it. I can do this because I can do it. If you just do that every single day, eventually it becomes so normal, you take it for granted. You still should be grateful for it because one day you may not be able to do it. So, yeah, yeah, being grateful and practicing gratitude has helped me a lot with,
1: with that, yeah. I think what you described is what happens to a lot of wealthy people because it's so standard, it's so normal. They take for granted everything because they can do it. They can, you know, buy a Bugatti. They can in these restaurants every single day, that they take it for granted and they don't necessarily practice gratitude. You know, there's this whole thing about, oh, so many unhappy people who are rich. There's also a lot of happy people. But yeah. I think having that excess, excess of anything where it's not controlled, if there was a buffet in front of us, neither of us would gorge ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think at this moment in time. But it's kind of like an excess of money. You wouldn't, or you don't want to, I suppose, go out and spend it because it changes the way you view life and it shifts how you do things. So the trophies I love because like I got a spreadsheet with my goals in and every month I track sort of how we're getting there. Mm. And I've got trophies. I just call them rewards, but I yeah, like really yeah. like trophies because it like it's mm. like in like Court cool you D you get a trophy or something. <laughs> and mine are, you know is as sort of little as get my car remapped, get a new radio in it or like go to Frank and Mac and get pizza, you know, and just carve out on one day or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like having that is so important because then when I'm like, okay, I've earned when I earn this money from the flip, I've got various things I want to do with it. I'm like, wow. Like the reward isn't just some digit, you know, some numbers in my account, it's like an experience. So I'm grateful that all that hard work has now come through to kinda get this. And what you said about, you know, you kind of you said about being present. That's really like important because you can be on a beach somewhere beautiful, but you're thinking about, oh, I've got a call in like a few weeks when I get home, or like, oh, I've got this to-do list to do. And it's so easy to do and you kinda leave the beach, but you're never really there. Like you can be with family, you can be at events, you can be at parties or you can be having a conversation and you're not there. You're just like, hmm, what's I,
0: That's something I struggle with, honestly, because like my mind, it just doesn't stop. So I
1: can see that. I can see that. Know,
0: even if like I'm always thinking of something else, so I find it hard to switch off. So just making sure you are present in the moment and taking it in. I find that hard anyway, just purely. But also, it means you have it. to
1: remove yourself from dead conversations. Which oh, yeah. are your, I think you're good at. You're good at. You're good at avoiding them in the first place. Yeah, but yeah. I think like I've just learned that I have no sort of time sympathy of anything for dead conversations. Mm. Like if it's not benefiting me, and by the way, helping someone else can benefit me. Like yeah, because course. you know, so that also counts. So you know, removing yourself in the first place before like avoiding them in the first place, which kind of is a bit more like analysis and, oh, do you want to meet for a coffee? No, mm. yeah, no. Like, <laughs> sometimes it's yes, but most <laughs> of the time it's not because you just, you analyse what's going to happen. You look at their profile and you're like, this is not this is a benefit to me. And even in networking events, it's kind of like being kind of ruthless in a way and just removing yourself because if you can't be present, you're not doing them any favours because you're not even in the conversation. You're just a wall and you're wasting your own life and life's too short. You kind of waste in things like that. So I think that, Life being short is also why we outsource. Because would you rather spend time with your kids or sit here editing a video? You know, It's a no-brainer. You know, would you rather be out for a meal with friends than doing your bookkeeping? You know, yes. And I think it's, there's also some not-so-obvious things that we can outsource. Because VAs like can do everything. I mean, oh, they don't speak English. Listen, some of my VAs are correcting me. Yeah. Yeah? So, like, and again, about the, oh, you're underpaying them. Actually the money they get paid is higher than they get paid in their country. Yeah. It might be low for us, but and there's also bonuses and other stuff you of course, can do. Yeah. So I think outsourcing is super powerful and people need to think about this earlier, but maybe implement it when the finances sort of balance up. Because there is a point where it's like, I'm earning just enough where I can outsource it so I can then earn more. Yeah. But there's a point before where it's a lot harder. Yeah. And, you know, with this diary blocking, do you find... Because I find it it's so helpful. And I used to be oh, I don't like it. Do you find that doing it, even if it's like, right, hour on M&A, half an hour on crypto, an hour on 5D, like, does that just make your days just efficient?
0: So much more efficient. And, you know, the the, the effect is effect Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I do like that as well. Um, now, I don't do it as much, but I think that's very helpful. Um, but, yeah, it makes me more efficient because you know what you're doing at what times and you know when you're switching off. And the hardest part of that is initially get disciplined in doing that. So when let's say it's an hour, when the hour ends, you know, like when you've done it a few times, if you've rolled over and your day just feels like it's all over the place, and then you try to squeeze stuff in, that mm-hmm. doesn't feel good. Yep. So then, you know, you the next time you don't want to do it. So I think it's so much more efficient, but also make sure you put in there the stuff that you enjoy. Because I never used to do this. That's so yeah. important. And it's funny you say that about outsourcing um, because I know we're going to come on to M&A and talk about it in another video. But a seller that we spoke to quite recently um, you know, had was paying themselves about 70K a year and throughout a transition period they was going to stay in the company for 12 months. And I asked them what they'd done. And they said, every Monday is my admin day. And I was like, okay. And I said, so what do you want as a salary to stay on? Do you still want the same 70K? Because if I can replace you. <laughs> pretty but, easily. For cheaper. Um, and she's like, well, no one can do what I do. I was like, well, that's okay, but you're not doing an admin day. Because no one's getting paid 70K to do an admin day. Not- <laughs> I do, I
1: do have
0: 70K. <laughs> so, so you're right when it comes to outsourcing sometimes people think that other people can't do what they do because they've always done it that way when when you start using a va then you think oh what am i going to give to them i can only give them this and that and then as time goes on you start to realize you can give them a lot because they're very good at what they do and they're better than you and and for me like you said about editing videos. Yeah, you can edit a video, but is it going to be at the same standard? And is it going to take, do you, is your time worth it? This is what they do, and mm. they're very good at it. So for me now is the first thing I think. Now, I've got a team of VAs, but now if something comes to me, my first thought is who can do this? Yes. And if no one can do it, I'll do it. But yeah. if someone else can do it, there's no way I'm doing it, regardless. Uh,
1: you know, I, I, I'm the same now. I'm just like, there's someone like, and I always yeah. thought, oh, they, they can't write email and stuff. I put a thing on Upwork, I've got like 22 responses and probably five or six of them are, are shit hot. Yeah. And I'm like, this is like complex copy, it's timing, it's, it's a lot of stuff. And we always think, oh, we can do everything, no one can do it like us. And it's like, we ain't shit. No. Like, <laughs> like, we might be, we, we have what it takes to sit up here, but doesn't mean we can sit down here and do all this stuff. No. Right? Now, on your point of about efficiency, and I know people like you who like, you know, and there's people who do so much more all they do is their work. They should get fed. Like, you know, the things get put. It's incredible, right? I'm like the total opposite. I'm like, and, I, and this is because we have different goals and different levels of want and ambition and different desires. And, and that's important for people watching, right? Is you could be like, you could be like me. You could be like neither of us. Like, I'll go for 35, 40 minute walks every day. I won't take calls on the walks. I won't listen to podcasts. I'm, I'm listening to the birds and nature. I'm happy. Right. I will drive to my barber, It's a nice drive. I like my car, so I I will drive to it. You know, my gym, unfortunately, because I live in the middle of nowhere, is about 20 minutes away. It's 40 minutes of my day driving. I'm going. Uh, I'm going. It's it's non-negotiable, you know? Um, And I will drive. I will keep that drive up when I move if it takes me to a better gym. I'll spend an hour and a half in the gym. I don't care. Like, for me, there's certain things that I'm like, it's happening. They're non-negotiable. And I'm happy, like I said, to bake bread at 10 a.m. on a Monday while most people are like, you know in it and doing stuff and like I won't work on weekends and I think yes I'm sort of in a position of the privilege that I earned to have a portfolio I can do that but it's so important for people watching this that you really do or you aim for what works for you like I said in a different video my portfolio is a portfolio business not a business portfolio so that's that um I'm happy sort of doing what I do and how I do and kind of you know, it's, it's a big focus on being present, I suppose. Um, but because we have different goals, like Alfred, our, 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 you know, someone we know, yeah. he is nonstop, And I love seeing that because he's just so driven and it kind of inspires me. But I couldn't do that. I could never do that. And I think we'll close on that because it's really important for everyone watching that you do what works for you. And you know what is really going to work for you watching this? Hit the subscribe button, <laughs> click the like and share with your friends and go follow me and D on Instagram. I'll put it in the show notes.
0: If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.